Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. This podcast is for Florida State fans by a Florida State fan. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me. In my opinion, other information comes from the internet. Today is November 14th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Today is game day. Um, Unfortunately, I'll be at work for this game. Um, And I'll try to keep up with it as much as possible. I'll do like a whatever episode tomorrow. Instant reaction, whatever you want to call it. But, um... There's a new, the first segment for this episode is called A New Era at Florida State. And I think you got three of the biggest Jimbo guys out of there, which I deem is a good thing. Tamorian, Tamorian Terry is a good player. But James Blackman and Marvin Wilson, eh. I know everybody hypes up Marvin Wilson, but I am my tenure in his tenure. At being at Florida State, I don't I don't rank him amongst the greats on the defensive line. And, you know, that's just my opinion. Um, Tamorian Terry, I, I would say he's maybe top ten, top fifteen at wide receiver. But I would say he's not a great route runner. He was just a good deep threat, a great deep threat. Um now, if he was actually on a team that was a, let's just say if he was on that 2013 National Championships team, he probably would have been a superstar. Um, But I think his, uh, his, uh, his ability wasn't fully taken advantage of because of a, a lack of offensive line talent. But um, I read somewhere we have 84 freshmen and sophomores. Now, that number is kind of, um, you know, it's true and not true because you got some red shirt sophomores. So you you have to look at that. A, at, at, you have to look at that, you know, through a different kind of lens. Um, but, I mean, a very young team. You know, the essence of football is offensive and defensive line. That's where football starts. Really begins and ends is the, the, the play in the trenches. You know, it's either going to it's either going to propel you or you know, you're never gonna get off the ground and that's pretty much where we are. We we suck on both offensive and defensive lines and until we get that fixed uh, this team is going nowhere. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's real simple to me. You know, if, if this coaching staff has to do everything they can do to find some offensive and defensive line players, some good ones, some great ones, and then Florida State will be back. So, I, you know, I don't know if you hit the graduate transfer circuit, uh, JUCO, um, high school, 
I mean, whatever you a combination of all three, but you you got to get five guys out there on the offensive line that can play. Same thing on the defensive line. You got to find four guys that can stop the run and get to the quarterback. If we can't do that, then we're never going to quote unquote be back. So, let me know what you think about that segment. Can next segment can Florida State make it competitive against uh, North Carolina State? They can, but our offensive line sucks, and NC State's defense is not that good. But our offensive line is so bad that we're going to make their defense probably look like the 85 Bears. So, um, like, I, like I've said in previous episodes, it's a game of adjustments. What can, what can Florida State adjust to when NC State makes their defensive adjustments? Because you know the blitz. If you don't think blitzing is coming with this offensive line, then you obviously haven't been, you know, in tune with your team as a coaching staff the last seven games. You have to know that blitzing is coming. You have to know it. Okay, so will you leave a tight end in to block? Will you leave a running back in to block? What will you do? Will you max protect? Will you give Jordan Travis some easy throws, some slants, some crossing routes, uh, a screen here and there, just some easy throws to get his confidence up? Um, when, when we say can they make it competitive, I mean can they win the game, not can they just Go all the way up to Raleigh, North Carolina and just be there. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know if they can do that. I mean, you laid an egg against Louisville. You laid an egg against Pitt. Um... And and NC State has a pretty good offense with with Bailey Hockman at the helm. They they put up forty points against uh, Miami, and I I think we only managed six, mainly because our offensive line sucks. That's that's you know that's the equalizer. You can you can have all the bells and whistles you want, but if you can't if you can't uh, play football at the most critical crucial point, which is the point of attack, is 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 moot at best. It's moot. Um, so we'll see. I don't think I don't I I I I I'm saving my prediction for the end of the episode, but um, I don't I don't think Florida State is gonna really go out there and do what needs to be done. All right, so next segment uh, is entitled "This is Norvell's team now." It is, 
And you got three of the loudest voices in that locker room off the team. So it's your team now. You're the you are the loudest voice. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In the locker room. So, I mean, make the best of it. I, I just know that you you really have to take advantage of this opportunity. If you're Mike Novell. Um, you have to... Put your stamp on this team during these last four games. And I don't know if you're going to win any of these last four games, but you have to try to put your stamp on this team. Um, that's I mean, that's really it. I, I don't expect them to win another game. I'm just going to be honest with you. There's some talent there, but you have such inefficiency at the on both lines i just i just that's where you have to improve and i really i'm be honest with you i thought this defensive line with robinson durden wilson and kando i thought it was going to be one of the best in the country and we're we're probably the worst so i don't i i could say scheme But when you line up and play as four down linemen, and I, it just, I will say early on in the season, I didn't like the fact that they were dropping Robinson in coverage. I didn't like that. Um, they finally stopped doing that. Um, so that was a good thing. Um, but still, Kando has been a disappointment. Wilson has been a disappointment. Durden has definitely been a disappointment. And Robinson has been a disappointment. The only few bright spots on this defense have been Amari Gaynor, um, Asante Samuel to a certain extent. And that's it. So out of 11 players that play on defense, only two have really been bright spots. Norvell, you got to change that. You got to put your stamp on this team. This is your team now. You got to make these guys play hard or get them off the field. But I've been I've been calling for youth movement for several weeks now because I, I told you these veterans wasn't going hard. So we'll see what happens. Next segment, get simple on offense and defense. I, I've been saying this for a couple of weeks. Get simple on offense and defense. Give Jordan Travis some easy throws. You know, max protect. You know, 
You know where your weaknesses are. You know, obviously you can't protect your weakness the whole game. But you can do it for, you know, 25, 30% of the game, more than what you're doing now. I mean, you, the offense will just go out there and just say, we're going to block one-on-one no matter what. I'm going to I'm gonna fit the square peg into the round hole. And that's just that's just a, a very arrogant way of coaching. Extremely arrogant. Football in games is a game of adjustments. Okay, if you're blitzing every play, I'm going to get the ball out of my quarterback's hands as fast as possible and get upfield. Okay, if I'm not going to do that, I'm going to max protect. I'm going to send out three receivers, and I'm going to try to because nine times out of ten, if you're playing, if you're blitzing, you're playing man coverage. So I can find, I have to find a mismatch somewhere. I got to, or quote unquote, the hot read. You got to find the hot read. And um, I don't know if any of our quarterbacks are capable of doing that. But you got to try. Um, defensively, blitz, play man coverage. Because you're generating zero pass rush. Blitz and play man coverage and live with the results. At the end of the day, if they score quickly off of your defensive, um, you know, strategy, your your offense is going to get the ball back. And they'll have an opportunity to score. But to me, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose emptying the whole barrel. Figuratively. I'm not going to lose just, you know, being passive. I'm going to lose being, um, you know, like I said, unloading the barrel. And uh, that's simple defense. Blitz play man coverage because none of your defensive linemen can beat one-on-one blocking. That's that's pretty much been a proven fact. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, my prediction for this game, 38-17 North Carolina State. At the end of the day, the offensive and defensive line play for Florida State is so porous. Um, I just don't. And the NC State defense, their NC State's defense sucks too, but their defense is better than our defense. And their offensive line is way better than our offensive line. And um, I just don't think at the end of the day we're going to have enough opportunities to score because basically all NC State has to do is run a counter play. And just keep running it and running it and running it. And eventually it'll break. And that counterplay that's been killing us for four or five games now, or really since the Notre Dame game, when we got exposed, um, we can't stop it. And as, as a defensive staff, you have to be embarrassed that your team cannot stop a counterplay. You have to be embarrassed. 
And I hate picking NC State against my team. I I take no pride in doing that. But I'm just a realist. I'm always gonna, I'm always going to keep it real on this podcast, and that's it. I hope and pray that Florida State wins. But come on, you've seen the last couple of games. Just be real. You know, I'm never gonna put myself in a false sense of security. And that's it. So. Um, it is what it is. I'm still hoping for a win and we'll see what happens. Um, that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Um, please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go nose.